Warren is widowed. Bill holds sway over the five points. Thomas enters into a love triangle in Vietnam. Charlie and Donald work on screenplays. And Vladislaw survives. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Best Actor, 2002. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... The Academy Award. Not yet, Jack. The Oscar goes to... The Oscar goes to... The Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Adrian Brody. Meg. These are some good movies. Good movies and good shit we're gonna talk about. Um, the best actor nominees. This was the better category. For sure. Of 2002? Yeah. For sure. Although, this is I'll, great because this is going to be a shorter episode because yeah. I got to get back to my brioche. Yeah. I got to punch it down. I'm making pigs in a blanket. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Everything is coming up. Megan. Yeah. Um, now, one of these movies you like, I think, much more than I do. Much, I think so, too. No, no, it's not even the one you're thinking of, because I actually like that one more every time I watch it. Wow, this is, we're really speaking yeah. in riddles now. This, I thought um, you were talking about Gangs of New York. No, talking I'm talking about, about uh, so when we did, last time we did this, we did 2001, I said that I thought Sean Penn and I Am Sam was the, like, longest ago film nominated for a lead actor award that I had not seen. Oh. Um, and I was wrong. And I don't know how wrong I was because I haven't fully gone back and looked. But I know there was a performance I didn't see this year. And we'll talk about it in just a second until I watched it for this. Um, 2003, I've never seen Whale Rider. Um, oh, when, neither have I. That's another, Is that the movie about indigenous people? Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. So, so anyway, my point is I'm wrong. Um so if, if we want to just, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know. Can I get that framed? What's up? Hey, why don't you? Oh, I'm by wrong. The way, guys, as always, we're doing these back to back. It's a week between. Don't, it's a week between, is, but don't Megan got up don't to check her brioche dough, and then we just jumped right into the best, best actor don't, awards. Don't do that. So, don't, you're, really, you're really ruining it. God, I, mean, I should have poured really, myself a drink when I was You up. really ruined it more because you I kind guess of I did because I had the frame thing. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say Um. So, Michael Caine in The Quiet American. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Oh, I do. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Actually, revisiting that movie, here's what I realized. Um, you like the I book. I love the book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the book. I'm a big Gra- Graham Greene head. I love Graham Greene. Yeah. Um, uh, You're a member of the Graham Greene party, correct? Yeah. Gra- <laughs> the Graham Greene party. That is what it's named after. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the book. The, the movie actually is... Not great. Brendan Fraser, I, I could talk about Brendan Fraser. We're, we're not talking about Brendan Fraser, but he is... What a time the early 2000... Late, late, late 20th, early 21st century was when Brendan Fraser was our go-to for historical drama. Isn't that odd? Like secondary like, men, like gods and monsters, this. Um, it's it's sort like of Keanu like, Reeves and, and Shakespeare. That's exactly. It was like Keanu Reeves in the early 90s where it's like... Let's see. We need someone to do a British accent. Uh, we're doing much ado, and we're doing Bram Stoker's Dracula. Who should we get? Oh, I know. We'll get Keanu Reeves, of course. I mean, the thing is, is we I did see Brendan Fraser on stage in London mm-hmm. in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, 
I'm going to prep you for that. Yeah. London, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. And he was actually pretty good. I. It's just like, I guess maybe it's just like this type of thing does not. It was just announced he is, um, he's playing um, Charlie in The Whale, which is a play that I did in San Diego. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good play. Yeah, I like yeah, that play. Darren Aronofsky is directing the film version of it. And... Honestly, that sounds like it would be great. Yeah. So that's going to be really interesting. But um, mm. going back to Michael Caine, listen, Michael Caine's great. He's always great. He's just Michael Caine in The Quiet America. He's just Michael Caine. And you know, yeah. he he's, thinks and that's And he's like, very Michael Caine. He's very caning. He's caning it up yeah. in this one. At that time, he did multiple interviews where he said it was his best performance ever. I think Michael Caine might be like a bananas person and I am here for it. Yeah. I'm like solidly here for it. Like he's been in the biz a billion years. Right. Like he is, I think he might be like an older eccentric. Yeah. I mean, he's and cause also he's like kind of a caricature. Like people like you, you can, people do impressions of him. I mean, Steve Coogan does impressions of him, like whatever. Rob Ryden does impressions Rob of him. Rob Ryden does impressions yeah. of him. But I think that um, that's not the case, Michael Caine. That's not true. Yeah. Although now I'm trying to think of like what is the best Michael Caine performance, and they are all just very Michael Caine. Yeah. Um, I do love Hannah and her sisters. Love Hannah and her sisters, but is the same character yeah. there too? Um, he I, is Alfie. I truly love him in Children of Men. I know he wouldn't consider that 15 minutes oh, or whatever. That's best performance, that's the but, best Michael Caine yeah. performance. Pull my finger. Yeah. That's the best Michael. That's the best Michael Caine performance. Yeah, this movie is actually not very good, but the book is great. I strongly suggest you read the book, and the Power and the Glory is also really good. Anyway, yeah, book talk, book talk. Um, so I would say the Quiet American. Um, you can cast that aside, but these other four performances. Um, are all good. Uh, I think, you know, going... Let's talk about Jack Nicholson next. Let's talk about Jack Nicholson and Bell Schmidt. I would say going into the Oscars, because I actually kind of remember this year. This is an Oscars mm-hmm. I remember pretty well. It seemed like it was going to be Jack Nicholson or Daniel Day-Lewis was going to win Best Actor. It seemed mm-hmm. like it was between the two of them. And then the person who ended up winning Best Actor, of course, was Adrian Brody for The Pianist. Um, the fifth nominee is Nicolas Cage. Here we go. For adaptation. Nicholas Cage. Here were the Golden Globe nominees. Oh, you're going to do it. Yeah. Every time I... Well, you just did it, and I forgot that you do it. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Why do we even bother with the Golden Globe nominees? The Golden Globes are bullshit. Listen, Jared Leto... They, they, Glenn Close is nominated for a Golden Globe this year. What is happening? <laughs> um, That's bad. <sighs> it's very She's bad. She's going to end up winning an Oscar for like the worst performance of her career. Mm-hmm. That'll be, it will be really fun. It will be honestly, what a funny capper to this past year though. Yeah. Like it will be like, yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. I hope that's the last weird thing that happens for a while. Yeah. Um, so here are the golden Globe nominees. Jack Nicholson wins best actor in a drama. Really? And I think he even said in his speech, I thought we were making a comedy. So, <laughs> um, the other nominees are Adrian Brody, Michael Caine, Daniel Day Lewis, this is also listed as in a uh, drama. Leonardo DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can. Not a drama. I don't know. I guess I guess I can. I mean, see it, it, I guess you could make but, that. But I. But of of all things, yeah, no, I would put that in a nominees okay. for the Golden Globe for comedy. Richard Gere 
wins for Chicago. Nicholas Cage, Kieran Culkin and Igby goes down. Like so, Igby goes down. It's like a dark comedy, but it's almost more dramatic than Catch Me If You Can is to me. Yeah, I agreed. Um, Hugh Grant and About a Boy, and Adam Sandler and Punch Drunk Love. Also, that's a. I mean, I guess that is a comedy too, yeah, but it's like it's that's dark. also kind yeah. of darker than. Opens with a suicide. Yeah, like what are we doing here? SAG. Daniel Day Lewis wins the SAG award. The other nominees yeah. are Adrian Brody, Nicholas Cage, Richard Gere, and Jack Nicholson. Critics' Choice, tie, Daniel Day-Lewis and Jack Nicholson. Really? The third nominee, Robin Williams for One Hour Photo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What was happening there? National Society of Film Critics, Adrian Brody. You didn't get it. You just got turned down. Yep, Megan just asked for a kiss, and she didn't get it. Honestly, I do not. I I I have some serious morning breath. Don't blame him at all. Uh, New York film critics Daniel Day Lewis, L.A. film critics Ty, Daniel Day Lewis, Jack Nicholson. Another tie. Another tie. So, dear Indugu, who's going to win at the Oscars? That was the question. So did what? What? So did Adrian Brody win anything? The National Society of Film Critics. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, that's fascinating to me that, that first of all, that there were so many ties. And second of all, that, um, Jack Nicholson won so many things. I do think of it as more of a comedy. There are obviously dark elements to it, but like the, the stuff that stands out is mostly comedy. Yeah. Um, and he's the strongest when it comes to, you know, I think, I mean, I assume that the assumption Nicholson would win is mostly just cause you know. He's Jack Nicholson and yeah, he's Mr. Oscar. It was thought, you know, maybe this is his last great performance. I think, you know, the characters, there are some differences because, uh, you know, it's so as good as it gets is so sort of like mannered and persnickety and this character's more beaten down, mm-hmm. but I feel like there also are kind of similarities in the performance and he had one five years before yeah. for, um, as good as, as, good it, as gets. it gets. So I don't know why it would have been so surprising for him not to win. Um, yeah, I didn't love about Schmidt. I don't love this movie. I, I don't love this movie. I did. I think he's good in he's it. Good I in think it. he's he's kind of. But I exactly what you were saying before about as good as it gets, and also a little bit in the same vein of Michael Caine. Yeah, he's kind of doing a little bit of a Jack Nicholson yeah. later in life Jack Nicholson thing. You know what I do love? Um, I love that June Squibb in 2002 plays um, a woman, you know, in her 60s who dies in About Schmidt. Mm-hmm. And then her mm-hmm. character's name in Far From Heaven and her one scene in Far From Heaven is Elderly Woman. And you know what? I just watched her play Justin Timberlake's grandmother in Palmer. She was She's in been Springs. old for a long time. She's been old time. for 20 years. You know what? She's still doing it. Good for you, June Squibb. She's still doing it. Still doing it. You go, Glenn Coco. Yeah. Uh, you be careful, June Squibb. It has not... I think she just turned... I think she's 90, and it has not been oh, a good couple weeks for 90-year-old It's not been a good couple weeks for older, our classic actors. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Christopher Plummer. Chris Most Plummer. Hal Holbrook. Cicely Tyson. Yeah. Cloris Leachman. Um... Yeah, I I don't love this movie. It's it it makes me feel a little icky. Yeah, is that like well, a, does also, that make sense? You know, I didn't 
you know, I, of course, why would I remember this? Um, the character is not um, someone we would want to spend time with. Like, he's literally no. listening to Rush Limbaugh as he drives around in his car. Um, so it's like, oh, yikes. Yeah. It's a, especially in now, now in yeah. 20, 2021, I'm like, yeah, I don't, that's not, that's not like charmingly curmudgeon Yeah. So much anymore. I do like um, when he fights Lynn Carew after he finds the mm-hmm. letters. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the Kathy Bates and the hot tub scene is, yeah. you know, and I, and I like, um, I like when he's in the RV and he just decides he's going to come early and then hope Davis makes him turn around and she's like, mm-hmm. no, don't come yet. So he goes on his road trip instead. But, um, I do like how he's like, I'll be there by dinner. And she's like, no, don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just it just like, is. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it just is, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, oh, it kind of reminds me a little bit, like, I mean, it's a totally different character, but it, but it, but it's in the same, he's he's working in the same, he's, he, in this movie, he's the version of um, Jack Nicholson in um, Something's Gotta Give that didn't make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, like, the the poorer version or whatever, just, like, the kind of, like, ooh, ooh. That, like he, that he only got up to middle management of the insurance yeah. company instead of instead owning of owning the record company. company. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not mad that he's nominated, but no. this is a, there's a lot of strong performances, three others that we're going to talk about yeah, that I, I'm, yeah, I'm I, more interested I, in talking I, about. I think looking back, it's, it's weird that he was, can, it was seemingly between the two of them. Yeah. Like that Again, I think par- so much of that is just cause he's Mr. Oscar. Yeah. Cause he sits in the front row. Right. Or used to sit in the front yeah. row. Um, well, where do you want to go next? I don't know. I'm going to leave dealer's choice up to you. Well, let's talk about Adrian Brody then. Okay. So Adrian Brody wins. Um, you know, part of the reason some at the time people thought he won, you know, um, The Pianist, of course, is a is a crushing movie. Um, he's the only person that's nominated this year that had not previously won. Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson had three Academy Awards. Daniel Day-Lewis had an Academy Award already. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage had one. Michael Caine had two. So, or, yeah, he had already won for Cider House Rules again at this point. So, you know, everybody else had one, so that sometimes can obviously help the other person in the category. Um, we've talked about, you know, obviously World War II, and in particular Holocaust movies, tend to do well with the Academy. This one's a little fraught, um, which we, you know, we talked about on our 2002 episode. Uh, we've talked about this director a lot. It's Roman Polanski, kind of talking about something that he went through because he famously escaped the Holocaust and then he escaped the United States because he's a piece of shit rapist. Um, so way more fraught probably that he won best director um, mm-hmm. this year than uh, talking about Brody's performance. Cause you know, you can talk about, well, you know, he chose to work with this person. Obviously all that stuff is, is out there. Um, but I think it's a good performance in rewatching it this time. Um, I think a lot of it for me is the subject matter and the physical transformation more than anything he's doing as an actor. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I was going to, I don't know. I, I was going to disagree with you because I, re, me rewatching it, like this movie hits me very hard every time. It's interesting because it is a hol- It's obviously a Holocaust movie, but kind of not a, but there's, you never see camp concentration yeah, camp. Right. Um, cause he avoids that. Um, I think here's the thing. You're right. 
a huge part of it for me is the physical transformation for sure. But this is a very, it's a difficult movie to uh-huh. watch. It's a, it is a, it's a longer movie and he's in every scene. Right. And he, and he, and I, and he carries the movie truly. I, and I, I don't want to short shrift him on that because he's, he's, he's great in it. But more than that, like, you have to be, you have to be willing to, and a lot of the scenes too are just him alone, right? Especially later in the movie, you have to be like, like on board enough with him that you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just hang out with you in your misery for yeah. a while, and I am here for it. And so I, I for that reason, I'm fine that he won, because like it was, it is. It is it is a, a great performance in uh yes, a movie that's very like Oscar Beatty, but the fact that he pulled it off being a young guy coming from kind of like I don't even know what he did before this. Right. And honestly, anything that he's done afterwards has yeah. been like fine. Like he went the Wes Anderson route, the lesser Wes Andersons. And so um, you know, I I I'm I'm kind of bu- I've watched this movie and I get a little bummed. Because I'm like, it's almost like the curse of the supporting actor. Uh-huh. Because I, I, I would have liked to see him do, he's a good looking guy, but an interesting looking guy. I would have liked to see him do some more interesting stuff. And I don't know why that didn't happen for him. Because he really, pull, he carries, he carries this movie. Right. I mean, the end when he is starving to death is pretty, pretty, inc- like, Physically is pretty incredible. And, but also a lot of the physicality stuff that he does. Like we talked about this, I think when we talked about it, but just him like moving his, his jaw constantly. Right. Um, it's just a, it's, yeah, I don't know. Um, it is, I mean, I would say that the, uh, aside from, you know, he had never won before, you know, looking back, we'll, t- we'll talk about one of the other performances in a moment that for me is, but I think, indisputably this is Adrian Brody's best performance. Yes. You know, whereas no Michael, one would argue Michael with Caine, Jack that. Nicholson, Daniel Day Lewis, I think you everybody you can at least point to something you could say was better. Um yeah. Daniel Day Lewis I think it's hard because I think he kinda has like four for me upper echelon performances that are also that are all kind of equally incredible. Yeah. Um but definitely Michael Caine, Jack Nicholson have been better. And I would say a lot of people probably think have a f- more a favorite Nicolas Cage performance. That's not this. That's yeah. not adaptation. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't think I'm mad about it. I do think and we'll get into the other two performances. But I think of the ones we've gone back to watch so far, this is the one for me. This probably would be the last one I would award of the people that actually won. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's the worst of those performances that won, it's just in comparison to who they were up against. Mm -hmm. Um, It's lesser to me than the winners. Well, you know, he, so he, he carries this whole movie. He's, he's very good in it. The other two, but it's a, it's not a quiet performance. And we talk about like this all the time about like the degree of difficulty to kind of like, sometimes when you're playing an over the top character, it comes a little easier because you can, it's right. something to like sort of latch onto. 
Um, I don't think that's the case with our next two performances, yeah. who are both over the top characters, but oh my god. <laughs> I think both of them. I think the other thing with Adrian Brody is I think they probably could have found someone else to play that role. I'm not even saying better, but equally as well. And I don't think I can't think of any actors that could Valid. have played either of these next two Charlie parts. and Donald Kaufman in adaptation or Bill the Butcher in Gangs of New York the yeah. same way that Nicolas Cage and Daniel Day-Lewis portrayed those roles. Yeah. Let's talk about Bill. Let's talk about Bill. That's, I mean, listen, that scene, it's funny because I, I, when I was talking to Maddie about the, about, about this podcast yeah. topic and he started doing Bill the Butcher lines. And what I realized, cause I always think of like, when I think of him in that movie, I think of that, the scene with where he's draped in the, draped flag, in the American the monologue, flag yeah. with the monologue, whatever the very like Oscar Beatty scene. Yeah. But then what you realize is like, there are so many lines and yeah. so many scenes for him that are incredible. Yeah. And again, to, for him to make who are, who is inarguably the villain of, like of the movie. Yeah. I mean, he is like, he kills our, protagonist's father he is a racist like all of these things like he's a violent man Mm -hmm. all these things like to make him very human and to like make you sort of root for him and sort of like him what the fuck daniel day lewis like what the fuck i mean i wrote he he's he's dripping character dripping (laughs) dripping character and you know some of that's scorsese but a yeah. lot of that is like, I'm going to choose to, I know he was like, I'm going to be butchering something right now. Like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think they, he comes, you can tell he comes to set with like 80 different ideas. Yeah. And then, and they go from there. It, it is, it's a, it's a tour de force. You, know, you and Joe both picked this movie when we did uh, the best pictures of the year. And yeah, I, love this I realized rewatching this movie, um, especially given what we just did, my biggest problem with the movie is similar to Sunset Boulevard in that I just want to be around Bill the entire movie. Yeah. And every time he's off screen, like I don't think Leo or Cameron Diaz is bad in this film at all, but they're not, they're not, no, they're Daniel not. Day Lewis. Like, yeah. That's, that's very who true. I want to be with. So it's, that's very it's true. the same thing with like the Joe and Betty stuff in Sunset Boulevard. It's good. I just don't care because I want to be with this like outsized performance. Like I want to sure. spend, I would spend two hours and 40 minutes following Bill throughout his day. Like, sure. I would also argue though, that there are other, some, there are other very fun supporting performances oh, for in sure. of New York yeah, yeah. that I, that don't necessarily involve Bill that are, I mean, Donald Gleason. You mean, I love Brendan Donald Gleason. Gleason. Brendan Gleason. Sorry. Not Donald. That's his son. That's his I son. I have a crush on Maddie, we watched Calvary the other night. I'd never seen it, but Maddie loves that movie. Maddie loves that movie. It's a great movie. Um, Great movie. Great movie. Both Domino and Brendan in it. And you know who wrote wrote that movie? McDonough. One of the McDonough's. Not Martin. John Michael. The other one. John Michael. Um, But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, he is, he just, but I think he's just like, the movie is just a little bit more, uh, I mean, it's because it's Scorsese. It's it's like a it's always going to be a well put together movie. Yeah. I I think, and it is. 
I think it. You're right. It just is like you, when he's on screen, you get a taste of like. Yeah, I've I've said this before. I I think on that 2002 episode, um, one of the few scenes like I want to like, you know, once every nine months, just watch is the opening scene of this movie. Like I love the fight mm-hmm. scene of this movie, and I remember when I originally saw it in theaters really not liking it like when it cut to like the music video part and now i love it um but this is definitely a movie i would go through and be like okay i want to watch that and now i want to skip forward and i want to watch the flag speech and now i want to watch him throwing knives at cameron diaz then throwing knives at cameron diaz is upsetting makes me very tense every time i watch it even though i've seen me this too. movie half a dozen times mm-hmm. um here's a question do you think do you think he threw his own knives <laughs> Like if you told me, <laughs> if it was any other actor, studied. I wouldn't. I would not this, except maybe Tom Cruise. Um, but the two of them are the ones that are like, yeah, I want to do this. So yeah, I want to do the thing. I want to fly. And, the and also, he's interested in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's for Tom Cruise. I think a lot of it, and no shade, but I think a lot of it is like an ego thing where he's yeah. like, I want to do the. I think Daniel Day Lewis is like in the same way that he's like, mm, I'm going to make shoes now. He's just like interested yeah. in so many other things, which is what makes you a great artist. I mean, what can you say about Daniel Day Lewis? Day Lewis DDL that hasn't already been said. Uh, he's incredible. And nobody dies like Daniel Day-Lewis. No. Mm-mm. That eye. Do you think that was the, uh, the, the, the eye? Do you think that was his idea? Or like, would he, how do you think they came to that? We're going to have this like weird glass eye thing. Um, I, I always wonder. I bet it wasn't his idea because, I mean, it's scripted so well. The whole, you know, priest let him live. So he yeah. tore out his eye, like, um, yeah, you're all right, that you're stuff. right. Um, although I wouldn't be surprised if they had to be like, no, you should keep your eye for this. Like, we'll get you a contact. Like, you can't take yeah. out your own eye for this performance. <laughs> so we can't, we can't put it back in later. I mean, he's always good. Yeah. He, that's the thing. He's always good. Let's talk about someone who's not always good. Yeah, who perhaps has not been good in quite a long time. But, you know, Adaptation was my favorite movie of 2002. Um, I'm on record that I also think that's Meryl Streep's best performance. It's my favorite performance mm-hmm. of hers. Um, and I think Nicolas Cage is incredible in this movie. Like, I think yeah, he's it's by far my, be- my favorite performance of his. Um, something like Leaving Las Vegas, which he won his Oscar for, I think falls more into, like, the Cage, like, category of, like, ah, it's a little much. For me, um, if you have not, have you seen the, there's a YouTube video sidebar. I think it's just called like Nicholas Cage losing his shit. And it's just like a supercut of like, like just him, like losing yeah. it in the, in, in various movies. And it's the, the, the music underneath too is like, you know, that like, yeah. that whatever the musical swell. Anyway, it's very funny. You should watch it. He is. Some of the shit that he does, it's easy for him to be, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's very easy for him to just like scream and just like, you know, like throw things and, and, and whatever. This movie is interesting because he plays two different, not one, but two different roles. Yeah. And neither one of them are insanely over the top. I mean, the look is crazy. Yeah. But it's, it's, neither one of them are it's a heightened, crazy. It's a heightened comedy where he plays twins 
and it's somehow his most sat in performance that he's ever done. Yes. What isn't that so wild? Yeah. This is not a this is the farthest from like listen, I know there are uh, back in the before, the actual last trip I took back in the before was to Las Vegas uh and um for work and um I have seen look, I was awake at 3 a.m. in the lobby of Caesars and I let me tell you saw some You've seen some things. Some actual. I've seen some things. Yeah. I've seen some some actual. Because, like, I feel like if you go to Vegas, like, a lot of times, like, I've been, like, I go to bed at, like, 2. And, you know, whatever. Right. You're not, like, in the lobby. Yeah. At, like, it was, like, th- between 3 and 4 a.m. or whatever it was called. And, um, yeah, that, that's when it's, like, that's when it's truly, truly dark times. That's not just, like, that's not people, like, ha- like having fun bachelorette times anymore. That's, like the people that were like, you know, anyway, and your point is Nic- Nicholas Cage was there. Sorry. That's my point. My point is that Nicholas Cage was there <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is, you're really going method. But that is a, th- those types of people I think do exist for him. This is not based in any reality. And I guess just using his imagination, it's incredible. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, he's playing these brothers that are very different, but you can also tell other than just by the look that they're supposed to be twin brothers. Yeah. They seem like, brothers like there's enough that's alike about them but just one's the extrovert one's the introvert yeah um it's really an incredible performance and similarly like he has to carry the entire thing Mm -hmm. um he's on he's the well he like in the same we were talking about nicole kidman as virginia wolf he's kind of the rock the yeah whatever the 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 anchor there yeah um so, because it's his story. Yeah, for me, I guess the biggest bummer is uh, I wish these hadn't been in these performances weren't in three separate years because I feel like each one of them could deserve deserves an Oscar for yeah. that performance. Uh, but there can only be one. Um, before we before we rank them, the other the other one I went back to watch, and I think it's a great performance, and I kind of wish he got nominated over. Um, Michael, Michael Caine, um, just so he had have it, was um, Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love. Right. Just because I kind of love, and he sort of does it, I think Uncut Gems was actually a better performance. Agreed. 20 years later. Um, but Punch Drunk Love, I think, is really interesting because he's just subverting, like, I literally everything. was like, he's, yeah. He's doing what we love Adam Sandler for doing it, but with a twist. Yeah, he's doing Billy Madison, but, like, if Billy Madison was, like, a, a like, a... An, like an actual, like an introvert, sold, like a real good, sold like toilet a good plungers instead of, you know, yeah. lived in a mansion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, Maddie and I also were talking about this and like, there is something to be said. Like, I feel sort of like Adam Sandler went through that phase where he, I think he, I feel like maybe he has the chip on his shoulder of like, why wasn't I, you know, I should have won my Oscar by now. And I'm sort of like, all right, calm down, Adam Sandler. Like, He's made some, he's had some good performances, but you've also made a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and like I think Punch Drunk Love is good. I as far as PT Anderson movies go, it's further down my list. Sure. Um but um yeah, I mean I would put him above certainly I would put him above Michael Caine. Like it's the same kind of like honestly Jack Nicholson thing where I'm just like, yeah, he's he's yeah, he's doing the thing that he does, but like at a different level, at, yeah. a, at a higher, higher level. Um, 
I also just want to shout out Richard Gere, who I think is great in Chicago. Could have gotten nominated. Um, and Leonardo DiCaprio and Catch sure. Me If You Can, one of my favorite Leo performances. Also, um, um, I, one, other, one other movie that we didn't talk about at all, but this is a good movie, is um, Road to Perdition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom Hanks is kind of... Tom Hanks is another one that we talk about that's like when we talked about... We did our Tom Hanks retrospective, yeah. if anybody's interested. Um, a lot of times he, you know, he does, we talk about, he's a movie star and he's very, he can be very Tom Hanks and a yeah. lot of things. Um, I think this is a real different, this is a real departure for him. Yeah. Um, Road to Perdition is. And, uh, and that he plays kind of a bad guy. Yeah. Um, and that's a good movie. And I would have, I would be, I wouldn't have been mad to see him over the quiet American. Yeah. Love that movie. Saw that movie on my, love that movie. Saw it on my, Jude Law, creepy. Saw it on my 19th birthday. Did you? Mm-hmm. Wow, we were it's half a life ago. We were we were young. <laughs> um, aye, aye, aye. How would you um how would you rank these guys, Meg? Um I mean, pretty easily Michael Caine at the bottom. Yeah. Um and that's and no disrespect to Michael Caine. I love Michael Caine. I wish Michael Caine was my grandpa. Um then Jack Nicholson. I think then Adrian like big 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 leap, and then Adrian Brody, who I do love, and I love this movie, um, and I'm not angry that he won, but it's between Bill the Butcher and Charlie Kaufman, and I again, I'm gonna go the same way that I did for Best Actress. I really like adaptation, but I like uh, the uh, There Will Be Blood, not There Will Be Blood. I'm sorry, Gangs of New York more. So I'll put Nicolas Cage number two and. And Bill the Butcher, number one, because I just can't take my eyes off him. Yeah. Um, but I, again, and any other day that can switch, and I'm not mad about it. Yeah. You know what, Megan? Run it back. Because that's. Run it back! I think that's my yes, ranking, too. I love when that happens. Which it's, um, it's interesting because it's sort of the opposite of what I said for Best Actress, where um, I kind of went with Julianne Moore because she had to hold the whole movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas Nicole Kidman was only part of the movie. Daniel Day-Lewis actually, in rewatching, I was like, oh, he is actually way more part of this than I think I had sometimes remember. Like, I yeah. think I sometimes think of him almost as like a Hannibal presence that when you really add it up, it's like, oh, he was in this for like 17 minutes. Like, he's in a lot of the movie. It's still, it's Leonardo DiCaprio's story, but yes. he's in a lot of it. But he's the, but he's the, ma- the he is the antagonist. Yeah. He's, but I just think it's, it's such an overpowering performance that it, it, it's so, it's, it can't be denied. So it can't be denied. You cannot deny. And if you do, he will kill you. Yeah. With knives. Um, I did want to mention a couple other movies that I've seen uh, recently. Um, I borrowed News of the World. From your husband. Which, which I hadn't even watched yet, yeah. but, I, but um, I generously lent you. I liked it. It's the most dad core movie of all time. If you have a dad um, of a certain age, uh, show him News of the World. He'll like it. It's about, a, it's about a Tom Hanks reading the news in the West and then saving a young girl and trying to take her to her, 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 her family. Um, Hanks is really settling into between this and Greyhound. There's a type of movie, the dad core movie that Sully, he's really, yeah, he's really, yeah. he's embraced the dad. You know what? Mm-hmm. Um, Fine. Hashtag girl dad. Um, good for you, Tom. Um, I also watched, I watched Malcolm and Marie, uh, which on Netflix. Oh, is that the one with Zendaya? It is Zendaya and John David Washington. Um, 
I suggest people see it. Um, I had a couple major problems with it. Um, mostly, I think John David Washington's character is such a dick and so far up his ass. Like, it's just the two of them. Um, I don't want to spend time with him. And no. I like, you know, I like a warts and all character. But um, no, but there's a le- there's a you got to have your save the cat moment. Yeah. And also the the movies in black and white, which I don't know, is weird to me because it's all really just like a couple comes home. John David Washington plays a up and coming film director and they come home from his film premiere and basically just get in a fight and like it's an hour and 40 minutes and it's them fighting. But I don't know why you shoot God, it. In. I, let me tell you, that's my life every day. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I truly, oh, oh, you're married to a writer director who's insane. And no thanks. And people often call you the white Zendaya. Oh, all the time. Just because of your body types. and my Yes, I was going to say, we both have just a similar like grace in the way that we like carry ourselves yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so it's shot black and white, and if you want this, like, realistic, sort of, like, gritty, like, couple fighting, I don't know why you do that, because there's nothing really elevated about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of jazz music underscoring it, which then made me think of Woody Allen. And I was like, is that really... Does this really... take place in present day? Yeah, I was like, is this what you want to invoke now? It's making me think of Woody Allen. Um, Whenever people use jazz in, like, movies that take place now, I'm like, did, did, did they know that like no one really listens to jazz anymore? <laughs> like, unless the movie is like specifically about jazz. Right. And unless, I it's say a, this, unless it's a La La Land. Unless it's a La La Land. Sure. But I, but I'm like, yeah, that's not like, that's not what they, that couple would be listening to. Yeah. There's no way that they're like, let's put on some smooth jazz. Yeah. Oh, and we never talked about One Night in Miami. On oh, here. we didn't? No. And both of, both you and I thought it was fine. Fine. Felt longer than it was. Yeah. It was pretty long and it felt long. I think it gets, I think it gets better as it goes along, but I thought it was just... I think so too. I thought it was just okay. I, th- I think it's just okay. I think Leslie Odom Jr. is a treasure and I'm excited to see more stuff from him. Uh-huh. And I like the guy that... I mean, I liked all four of them. Yeah. But I'm like, um, no. I mean, watch it. Yeah. But also you can, but you can do other, th- you could like also like play Candy Crush on your phone while you watch it. Yeah. That's a topical reference. Candy Crush. Good one, Mike. <laughs> I still play Candy Crush. I mean, good. You know, you got to do you. I'm on level like I'm, I'm up there. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about they it. You have to keep creating levels just for you. Yeah. Just for me. Yeah. I'm the only one. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to talk about? That best actor, 2002 movies now, anything you want to plug? Yeah, I mean, the best actor that I'm thinking of now... Yeah, who's I your think best truly, actor of the year so far? I think it's probably Riz Ahmed. Yeah. I mean, I really loved him in that. Um, I think he was amazing. Um, yeah, similarly, we talked about this on the Best Actress episode. I think that's my choice also, um, although I've not seen uh, The Father with Anthony Hopkins. I've not right. seen The Mauritanian. Um, I think Chadwick Boseman will win, and I'm fine with that, just for yeah. given everything. Um, Rizal Med hopefully has a lot of great performances in front of him, but, uh, if we were just doing it on, uh, the merits of one performance, I think his would be my pick of what I've seen so yeah. far. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, this year is not a, not a stellar year. I think, um, I think that's part of it. I think if, like, I thought Riz Ahmed was great, but I think if there had been like a Daniel Day-Lewis in Gangs of New York or a Nicolas Cage in Adaptation, I'd be more, I'd still be like, I'd understand why Chadwick Boseman and Ma Rainey would win. 
given yeah, everything. But I'd be more upset. But I'd be more like, oh, I get it, but it's unfortunate that these performances are being overlooked given those tragic circumstances. But in this year, I'm like, oh, I thought he was good in that. I mean, and there's nothing I've seen so far that has like blown me away. Yeah, he'll do. He'll. He's got more. He's got much more. He's got miles to go before he sleeps. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, you can follow us at the Oscar Should on Twitter, uh, at the Oscar Should have gone to on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, if you rate and review us, say nice things. Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks, uh, and we'll be going back in history again. We're going to do 1957, which actually is another really strong year for film uh, in the 50s. Maybe the last really strong year, uh, and then we'll be kind of. Uh, in trouble for the rest of the decade, but uh, please don't say that. Twelve Angry Men, Witness for the Prosecution, Peyton Place, Sayonara, and the winner was Bridge on the River Kwai. But a lot of other great movies that weren't nominated: Sweet Smell of Success, Paths of Glory, The Seventh Seal, Wild Strawberries, Throne of Blood. Um, so we'll be back talking about that. Thank you guys, as always, so much for listening. We hope everyone's staying safe. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.